welcome back to the Longer Hall Youth Ministry Podcast. My name is Jody Livingston. I am your host. This is episode 127. 127 of the podcast and really a part two. So if you didn't go and listen to 126, you should do that. 126, by far my favorite episode that I think I've ever released on the show through all the years that we've done it. My kids actually came on and took over the show and kind of gave really a honest kind of view into their world of what it looks like to be kids of a youth pastor in youth ministry and all of them now kind of in teen and late teen years super fun so uh, make sure you go back listen to 126 today 127 again part two of that my wife is gonna jump on here and join the show which we have done before way way back in episode 13 we talked a little bit about what it looks like to kind of balance family and ministry today tackling really what it looks like to raise kids in ministry and so part one again the last episode kind of getting the kids perspective of what it feels like to be the kid in that and then today we're going to kind of give you the other side of that from a parenting perspective what that's looked like for us and i'll say this we're we're by no means perfect at this we've not always gotten it right we're figuring it out just like you a lot of you are but i do think we've done okay so far so (laughs) our kids are still talking to us and they still love the church and so that's always encouraging as a parent to see and hear because i know that was a big deal for us so hopefully today will be really helpful really practical we'll kind of share a little bit about some things that we have been intentional to do from the start and some things even that we've done differently here over the last few years as as we've kind of been pursuing this thing now together for over two decades of that even before we were married doing ministry together so if you're brand new to the show welcome glad you're here you really picked a great time to jump in here at the beginning of 2023 podcast kind of gearing back off and 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 hopefully good things to come this year if you haven't already subscribed or following the show please make sure you do that love for you to jump in the super secret podcast group over on the Facebook, put a link for that in the show notes as well. And even even as you're listening, if you've got questions, the, the Facebook group is the place to drop those in there. And I'll be watching that, of course, and, and Sarah, my wife as well. So if you're a spouse and you're trying to figure that out, she'll make sure to give her perspective as well. But with all that kind of said and all out of the way, we'll jump in here and I'll welcome my wife to the show. Welcome. Hello. Welcome back, I should say. Yeah, it's been a very, very long time. You were so excited to do it the first time. Yeah, I was not. This is not my thing. (laughs) Not at all. So, (laughs) Yeah, so we're back. And it's been a long time. I mean, when I say episode 13. Yeah. And when we were looking back, which, you know, was a long time. That was like 2015, probably. Yeah, a lot has happened since then. So if you're listening, you're like, wow. That was a long time ago, and that's not a whole lot of episodes. <laughs> that's because we've done youth ministry while doing a podcast. So there have been seasons where, yeah, podcasts kind of had to take a break, but it's still here, still going. You and I just listened to the recording of the kids. Yeah, that was like, man, like, I was really proud. 
to hear all the things. Proud, proud of them or proud of us? No, proud of them. Because, <laughs> you know. Wow, we're like such good Hey, look at us. We're killing it. <laughs> no, I think just hearing their perspective and seeing it from their side. We, you know, they recorded that episode completely. We um, got kicked out of the room. Yeah, we weren't there at all. We didn't have any of the questions. They came up with the questions on their own, like all the things. So it was just, it was interesting and fun and you know, there may have been a few moments where I got a little misty eyed. So yeah, it was, it was pretty cool to hear that. Yeah. So again, if you haven't listened to that episode, it's the one right before this, go back and listen to it. I mean, you should listen to every episode before this. For sure. Yeah, of course. But (laughs) that one especially (laughs) was good. Easily my favorite, easily my favorite. And I was nervous. Were you nervous when they, when, I mean, you're the, it was your idea. Yeah. Because you see, especially as a parent, so we have four teenagers. Our our oldest is about to be 20. So we're about to not have four teenagers. But you never really know what they're going to say. You're kind of like, I think this is what they're going to do or how they're going to react. And then they don't react that way. And so seeing or hearing things from their perspective was, I don't know, I guess I, I wasn't surprised, but I was that they kind of had the same take that we did for the most part, you know? Yeah. And we have gotten it right more than... We probably thought we did. Oh yeah, I mean there, there's. Like, and there's, again, not that we're not that we're crushing it over here and getting right, it. right. We're not perfect in this, but I think there's still moments. I mean, we moved across the country. We moved literally from one coast to the other, and so that was a big impact on our family and on our ministry. And so, and that was scary. I mean, we yeah. You can go back and listen. I'll put the link to that episode. There, there was an episode when Chris Trent was still on the show with me that we talked all about that move. And what that was like, Chris kind of interviewed me that day and was like, hey, here's, you know, what's going on. And yeah, we've we've talked about that a lot. But for you and I, even for our perspective, that was a scary moment. Yeah, for sure. Well, And 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 our kids were older. Yeah, our kids. Yeah, our kids were older. Our oldest was 15 at the time and she was about to get her driver's license. Literally, we moved about a month before she was supposed to get her driver's license, which we moved to a different state, so that derailed her. So that was a big, you know, that's a big deal for a teenager. And our oldest is super independent. So, you know, another, she's very much like her dad. <laughs> so <laughs> loves to what do you mean? adventure, loves to go and do things and just very independent. But yeah. Yeah. So let's give some context. Okay. If you're, if you're new to the show or you haven't listened for a while or you weren't listening back in 2015, because <laughs> you probably weren't in ministry in 2015. Right. Um, and you didn't hear episode 13, which I would encourage you to go back and listen to that one too. We were in a very different phase of life then than we are now. And so this is fun to revisit. I, we probably should have went back and listened. I, I was just going to say, what did we even say? <laughs> so people are going to go listen to 13 and be like, <laughs> these people are full of it. They don't know what they're talking about. They're making stuff up. Yeah. Go back and listen to those. I, what, what we talked about then, based on the title and the description that I read, <laughs> Oh, was yeah. this idea of balancing family ministry, which has been a, a, that's, I mean, that's a big deal. That's a big deal when yeah. you're in ministry. What I'm, what I'm hoping to talk about today is not necessarily balancing that, but specifically parenting in ministry, because I think you and I have talked about this a lot. We see youth pastors, youth ministers start ministry young, maybe before they were married or when they're married, but with no kids. Yes. And then they have kids and that dynamic Ooh, it rocks everything. Yeah, for sure. And then we often see 
those people as their kids start to get a little older, toddler age, maybe even into like school, early school age, kind of step out of student ministry, either step out of ministry altogether, which happens a lot, yeah, or into a different avenue of ministry. And a lot of that is sometimes is because they're trying to figure out how to parent through that. Yeah, for sure. I think I think there's a lot that is around that, but I think sometimes I don't know. I for me and for us, you took your first youth pastorate or, you know, in ministry when we were dating. We were I don't know if we were engaged at the time, so that was a long time ago. And then so we we got married and we've been in ministry the entire time. We've been married for 22 plus years and we've been in ministry the entire time and our kids have always grown up in church. And so they don't know what it's like not to be in church. So I think that's a great perspective, but you know, they even said, I think in some other talking that, that they don't really know what it's like to not be in church. And so, you know, they have a different perspective. And, and for us, the first 11 years of ministry, I was bivocational. Yes. Or at least, I was part-time at a church. My vocational would imply two jobs. But really it was <laughs> tri-vocational. I don't it know was however many we needed to make it. <laughs> and so, and that was when the kids were a lot smaller. Yes. And you were doing that. And then I also was doing, you know, things here or there just to kind of make a little bit of extra money. Yep. We we kind of decided early in our in our marriage that I would stay home and we would try it our hardest for me to be able to stay home with our kids. And so, you know, you just do what you which, need to do. Which when we were first married, we were both working. Both working full time. And both going to school. Yes. And then we had our oldest. Yes. Emma. And we both worked at the YMCA. Yes. And, and we, our schedule worked such a way that I was in the evenings, you were in the morning. Yes, we were watching her. So we weren't, we didn't have to put her in any kind of like daycare or anything like that. We flip-flopped a yeah. little bit. We didn't see each other very often, but. We saw each other at work for right. a little bit. <laughs> and she got to see both parents. So that was pretty cool too. Yeah. Okay. So let me, let's start here. Right before we started the recording, you said, do you have questions? And I said, no, actually, I haven't <laughs> even really thought through it a ton other than it's, it's important. And I think we should talk about it. Yeah. So this is what's funny. I am a uber planner, like super planner. Yes, and you are. Jody is not as much of a planner as me. Correct. Which, again, so, if you've listened to the podcast during the Chris Trent days, you knew Chris had a list. Right. I did not. That's me. So not having a list of questions is super scary, but, you know, I've been married to you for a long time now, and so I'm kind of used to it. So Also, it's my show. <laughs> yeah, it is your show. And so <laughs> even if I had questions... I wouldn't give them to you ahead of time. <laughs> okay. There you go. go. <laughs> so we'll pretend like I had questions. <laughs> let me ask this though, because I I think this is a good place to start. In for for you, in your mind, what would you say have been priorities for us as we have been parenting in ministry? Specifically, I, and I say ministry because this could apply to anybody mm -hmm. in other places and other roles. But let me let me be more specific in youth ministry. One thing that we've always said for our kids 
or when we had kids before we even had kids, I think was that we always wanted our kids to love the church and we, we wanted our kids to be involved in ministry. And for us, that was, you know, I was, I was super involved before we had kids. You know, I was like the number one leader, the number one yeah, <laughs> volunteer for sure helped with tons of stuff. And when we had kids, I just kind of, they became, they became the mascot. That's exactly right. They, we, I just brought them with, and you know, I know some people that won't work, but for us that did work. And I really do contribute a lot of the reasons why our kids love the church is because they got to be a part of it and they got to see it firsthand and they got to, you know, just see that like church isn't a job for us. It's, it's like life, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I, I think we have always tried to be um, real with our kids. Yeah. Like I think they've seen the good and the bad and the ugly. They don't live in some la la land of, right. of, you know, ministry. However, we have also tried really hard to shoulder things that would allow them to the best that they could to just be them. Yes. And I think, and I'll even speak as a student pastor's wife, that you have also done that for me too. You know, you, you like just in ministry, I think yeah. we've really tried to, to have a healthy perspective for our kids to know, you know, like you re- you recognize as a parent things that they should or should not know, or maybe things that they might get upset with and that they might be frustrated with maybe a person or a group of people or something like yeah. that. And so you wouldn't want to say anything because so that would hinder their flesh that out. Let's flesh that out a little bit. What does that look like? That does that look like on a on a practical level for us of shouldering some of that? So I think the the first thing for us is we've never been one, even if we disagree. And and I'll say I say we because I feel like I'm very much a part of the ministry, just along with yeah. you. I know you're the one who gets paid for that, and you have all the responsibility. But I still say we is in it's our ministry. Yeah. And so I think. I totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> it's because I didn't have a question written down. I, let me speak to the we. Okay. You know, I think you're right. Like, for the most part, it's, you know, I'm the I'm the guy getting paid. Right, yeah. I don't think people often understand how much you do behind the scenes and how involved you are. Yes. Our kids see that. Yes. And uh, we've never had to tell them that. I think they just see that and recognize yeah. that. And for you, that's fine. You don't, don't oh, want yeah, the spotlight. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't want the spotlight. That's not me. But but in terms of like, if we disagree, I think is where you're saying with somebody or a decision yeah, I or mean, something like that. You know, you're always going to have disagreements. So if if there was an issue where we didn't agree with something that was happening with like the pastor or a coworker or something, we never said that in front of our kids. We would never, you know, come out and say like, hey, we don't, you know, pastor so-and-so, they're just terrible because they made this decision, you know. Even though we would disagree with it, we would not talk about that in front of our kids because I wouldn't want them to hear or, you know, to make it have an opinion on something that doesn't necessarily involve them, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. If that makes sense. Or, or, di- or directly affect them necessarily. Correct. Yes. And if you happen to be listening and you are one of my bosses, we <laughs> never disagree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think, I mean, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe in our younger days of ministry, we maybe would have been a little more vocal, but I think as we've gotten older, it doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help your kids. Uh, It doesn't help, you know, for you to hint to 
to harbor things like that. I just don't think it's very helpful. And so I think there's just a lot of times where if our kids don't need to know them, they're not going to, you know, we, I think we also were really careful about, so our kids are, are in our ministry now. And so they see all of, all of the coworkers and all of the other pastors that are there and they are friends with their kids. So it's, it's a little more, I don't know, it's more involved now because yeah. it, it, so if our kids were, if they were to overhear a conversation that we were saying that we didn't agree with pastor so-and-so and we're, you know, our church now we have, there's a lot of pastors. So know that I'm not speaking to like one pastor, you know, there's lots of yeah. pastors, there's tons yeah. of pastors. So I think. But even from an early days, even in early days when it was the senior pastor and me. Yeah. Right. It was the same. Yeah, for sure. Or if it was a, you know, a, a deacon board or a, a committee and lay leadership thing or, yes. you know, like same principle would apply. Yes. Small group leaders. Yes. I think what I was meaning by saying all of that earlier is that if we don't agree with something and our kids overhear us talking about it, then they might say something to their, their friends and then they would get back to their parents, you know, and then it would be like. Our, our kids against somebody else's kid. It, it just becomes this weird That dynamic. part, yeah. And I think for us to, to be intentional to not undermine authority. Oh, that's one thing that I think I will speak to our, just to our ministry. But I have seen that, you know, in, in just in church in general. And that really does, it really hinders not only the, the staff member, but also their spouse and then their kids. And it just, you know, undermining is just, it, it's not going to be helpful to anybody. No. And it, it, it eventually just, it's harbors those, like, I don't know what I'm saying. Like it festers, yeah. no, you know, like that kind of thing. bitterness. Yes. And, and it, and it doesn't stop with the individual. It, it spreads to the church. Yes. Correct. Yeah. And I mean, you and I could probably list a ton of folks that we know and have known over the years or known of who are no longer in ministry or their kids aren't in ministry or in church because of. Right. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's good. I think that's that we have talked about that. We're intentional and I'm really intentional with that with you too. Yeah. Which I think we talked about in episode 13. Yeah. Way back in 2015. <laughs> what about we talked about involving our kids? Kids actually spoke to that, which was interesting because I don't know that I expected them to. Yeah. I really that's didn't know surprising. what they were going to say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I can remember, and Emma mentioned this, six months old, mm. taking her to camp and all of our kids followed suit, right? She was the first. So she yeah. was the guinea pig. Yep. And our van broke down on the side of the road that year. And there we are with six month old and a van full of kids and on the side of the road. And then just having her in a backpack, you know, kind of walking around camp all mm -hmm. that year. I can remember even maybe around that same time we were at a, a youth specialties conference or convention, maybe in Nashville. And she went with us because we had no babysitters and yeah. no, I mean, there's no option. We've never really lived super close to family maybe when we were in North Carolina yeah. for a while and I remember like David Crowder on stage just blaring and Emma's we're in the back of this massive room mm -hmm. she's asleep on the floor yeah <laughs> with us yep. you know and we she mentioned I think to us taking her Del Salvador and you know all the kids have kind of followed suit in that we've just kind of always been committed to bring them along yeah why why for you let me let me ask this specifically why for you as mom has that been so important? Because it's easy for me to say as dad and as youth pastor, like, oh, we're going to go, yeah. you know, because that's my personality. But you yeah. as mom, 
or spouse. I think for me, there's a selfish part because I wanted to still be involved in the ministry. That was a big part for me. But I think as a mom too, I wanted to see, you know, so I feel just as passionate about student ministry as you do. And I I think a lot of times people don't realize that. They kind of just think it's just you and then I'm just kind of along for the ride. And that's not the case. Yeah. I feel very much called to to being a student pastor's wife and to be able to 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 just be involved in ministry. And so I think for me showing our kids that and showing getting a bit emotional just showing our kids that how much you love students and yeah yeah, I I mean, I think modeling that has been really important for yes. us. And I think even in terms of, I'll say beyond bringing them along, although that's really been important for me. And I'll say for me, okay, for me, why that was such a big deal was because we didn't always have the time away or the means to get away, even oh, if we yeah, had the absolutely. time. And so in a lot of ways, if we were doing a ski trip, our kids were coming. Yeah. I mean, dang, that's just a perk. Right. You know, or like <laughs> if we were, you know, maybe we did a lock-in, which I don't do anymore unless I have to. Yeah, we're not doing those anymore. Yeah, those days have gone. But you would come and they would maybe go home early. They didn't stay all night. Yes. But having them around our house generally, especially when they were younger, was really full of students all the time. Yes. And so they were surrounded by teenagers. Yeah. Those were kind of fun nights, you know, for and for them to be a part of that for me. Yeah. You know, that's a that's an advantage. That's an advantage. Well, I think too, you know, like you talked about being bi vocational, you know, they didn't get to see that very I don't I wouldn't say very often, but he, you know, having In the early years for sure. But having responsibilities like during the night, I mean, during the evening with, because yeah. Jody's done junior high, high school, and then college ministry at different stop. Yeah, different, different along the way. And so, you know, he had a lot of responsibilities in the evenings because that's when like college kids or kids are around. And so, you know, I don't know. I, I think as a mom, yeah. I just thought that it was just really important for our kids to see their dad and what he loved to do and how what he was passionate about. And, you know, I wanted them to see all those things and to see why we're doing what we're doing, you know, and to see that and to, to be that too, you know? Yeah. And a lot of football games they've been to. Yeah. I mean, uh, or we, Oh my gosh, we've been to so many water polo matches, different things, junior high band <laughs> things, you my know, goodness. like yes. musicals, ballets, I mean, yeah. all the things we we just brought them with us. We just brought them with us. It was something to do for them a lot of times, and they were always excited because they knew someone. Yeah. So they thought that was fun. I think they thought that was fun. They seemed well, like they thought it was fun. I think. I think I think our kids said this, and or maybe I'm just remembering, but you know, our kids we weren't around family. We 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 weren't we didn't live super close, and our family did come and visit, and we went and visited them, but we weren't super close, so we couldn't go. To, to do all the things. And so like our church became our family, yeah, you know, in some ways sure. and kind of like, and I don't know, they just became a part of these kids' lives. And so it's just, that's like now it's just what they do and what they've. Our kids have been it. in so many weddings. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so and, many weddings. Yeah. And more I was, weddings than I've been in and I'm probably. <laughs> 
Yeah. And I think, you know, they even spoke to this too, like being able to talk to adults. I can't tell you how many people tell us to, your kids are so well-spoken. Like they, and like, I, I didn't, I did never thought we would like, we didn't teach them how to do that. I think they've just always been around people and just in general. And so they just, I don't know, picked it up. I don't know. People skills. What are some things that you, I mean, we talk about trade-offs. Obviously, a lot of times in youth ministry, especially, maybe you don't have the money, you don't have the vacation, you don't have the time, you don't have the means. How do you feel like we have maybe compensated for that with our kids? Other than like what we talked about, like camps, mystery. Are there practical things that you can think of? Like I can think of a couple. I can think of. Yeah, jumpstart me. You've been like the the room mom for (laughs) tons. When, you know, we've been banned booster people and. I've chaperoned so many events because yep. I could do that as part of my job, especially when they got into, when, especially once they got into middle school and high school. Yes. Then I could chaperone as a part of my job. And then something, what, what was funny, what came of that was it was all moms and me usually. So then if they didn't have a dad, even after our kids weren't in school there, I was still getting called to come chaperone this event. <laughs> yes. And so I'd show up and these, all these moms were like, which one's your kid? And I'd say, none of them. And then I was, they, they thought I was just this creepy yeah, guy. He's that weird guy. Yeah. <laughs> but you did the same. Yeah. I think we always saw too, you know, we, we lived in the South before coming to California. And so I think there's just a, culturally it's a lot different. And so we wanted, we were kind of in this, not a Christian bubble, but to an extent. Well, it's the Bible Belt for sure. Yeah. And so we wanted, you know, number one, we wanted to be involved in our kids' lives. And so if they were doing sports and extracurriculars, we wanted to be involved in that. And then also, we also saw that as an opportunity to be able to to share with other people and to get to know people, you know, yeah. that weren't in our little circle or our Christian bubble. And so it was twofold. And so, you know, yeah, we volunteered and we did all the things and I was PTA president you know, of the middle school. Literally all <laughs> yeah, I did was say were. I wanted to volunteer to help and I became the PTA president. That was the craziest thing. But, you know, there's just lots of things that we just, we did. And How about, what about, you, you talk about extracurricular and things like that. We've had some rules for that for our kids over the years in terms of sports and. Yeah, you know, we, for us, you know, like we talked about earlier, church isn't, isn't a job for us. It's our life, you know, and it's not just not in a legalistic way. And when I say that, I mean, like, we don't have to check the box and be at church every single time we want to be there. And we have, you know, I I mean, there's clearly there's times where you don't want to, we don't want to be there, but you know, for the most part, we just, we served and we do those things. And so, yeah, but we, we limited, right? We had limits. Yes. So we just decided also that we weren't going to have, I mean, our kids weren't going to be involved in sports if they, if it conflicted with church. And that was, you know, I mean, for the most part, we, we got a little bit of pushback probably along the way. Oh, and I yeah, know we did, we did but, and you know, not even just from like our own kids, but other people, our friends, kids and all the things. And we just really wanted to show our kids and we wanted them to know like church is a priority to us. And it's not just about attending church. It's, you belonging. know, belonging to that church yeah, and you yeah. want to do all the things. And so 
we just made a commitment that we we weren't going to do that. And, you know, that's that was our us. again, just us. Right. What, what we've what we've chosen, not saying that everyone should or has to, but it's been incredibly helpful for exactly. us. Exactly. Yeah. I think we also said one thing at a time. Yes. We were not going to run. Yes. A kid to two or three different things yes. or even in a season like you can you can do you can do one sport but not every sport. Yes. Well, and that was the thing too. You know, we have four kids and so, you know, their our oldest was almost 6 when our youngest was born. And so we had at the t- so when our youngest was born, we had five we had four kids five and under. And so, you know, obviously as they got older, we started having conflicting things and I was a stay-at-home mom for a long time and I I was the only one driving. I couldn't drive four kids in four different directions. That just wasn't going to happen, you know, and you were in ministry. And so sometimes you couldn't go to the things. And so I think we just made priorities and we said one thing at a time. And sometimes that was, okay, maybe you can't do softball this year, but you could do volleyball instead because your sister's playing volleyball. I mean, <laughs> or softball at the same time or things like that. And so we would have to, you know, we would just have to figure out. And our kids were great about it. You know, well, I mean, we we explained it, right? Right, and I think that's that's the other thing is we've we've always tried to be upfront and honest. Yes, and 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 we've we've always tried to take the time to explain the why. Yeah, and you know, here's the thing: we got married when we were around twenty, and we had kids when we were twenty-two, so we were pretty young anyway. Yeah, people it's, listening are like, "What?" Yeah, yeah, and I've been a youth pastor since I was. 19. 18. Yeah. Been a long oh, time. I, guess. I wouldn't recommend most of those things yeah. we just said. Yeah. But, but it's I been mean, good for us. It has been good. So, you know, we just didn't, I don't know if it was we didn't know any better or maybe we're just wiser beyond our years. <laughs> yeah. We'll take the second. I'll, I'll go our years. Second. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. We just kind of did what we thought was best. And I think for us, if I had to boil that down, like all that, I would just say we we set out really early, you and I together. And established what the priorities for our family would be before we had kids. And not, again, not in a legalistic, you know, kind of, oh, you can't ever miss church kind of way. Or, you know, I think for us, church, being in church is a high value for us. Yes, absolutely. Belonging has a high value for us. Serving that's a high value yes. for us beyond the job, yes. beyond the thing, right? Going, you know, the extra, that's a high value for us. Yes. Hospitality is a big, yes. high, that's a high value for you. Yeah. You know, I, I think those those types of things are va- high values for our family. And because we were on the same page in terms of what those values were, I think that's really affected how we parented. Yes. And I think, you know, there have been times where I don't know, you know, we don't always agree. I mean, like we can't. Yeah, for sure. Like, I don't know. I just want people to know that I feel like I'm a pretty strong person, strong, strong-willed. Maybe I don't know. Stubborn. Yeah, you have to be to put up with me. <laughs> but I'm just saying. So I think, you know, I think it might come across as I'm just doing what you're wanting to do all the time, and that's not that's not the case. No, that's definitely not the case. Yeah. So. I think we just kind of figured out, like like Jody said, we figured out priorities and we were like, okay, 
this is what we're going to do, or this is what we want to do. And we need to figure out how to make that happen with our kids. And so, yeah, being, being honest with them is I think the biggest thing. And you know, it's funny, even them in their podcast that they did, they talked a lot about how we were honest with them. And I don't know, it's just what we've done. And I don't know, I guess maybe, maybe that's not normal. I don't know, because that's normal for us. So I don't know. Yeah, I think that's that. I think that's how we've always tried to be. They talked a lot about the move. Yes, which was a big time move. Yes, for our family, huge for them. Yes. We were terrified. Oh yeah, as parents. Uh, yeah, as parents. Like, like, are we ruining our kids? Or yeah, what are we, are we doing? Like, and I remember. I just remember in that moment talking to pretty much everybody we knew mm-hmm. and saying, "Hey, this is what we're feeling like. This is where." we're going like we've kind of put our yes on the table Mm -hmm. putting that yes on the map and it's on the left coast and we're really scared about this with our kids yeah for sure and so many people that we love and trust and respect said your kids will be fine yeah model faithfulness and include them and you know pray and trust the lord and well, and they, it was hard. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, ultimately we, you know, we sat down with our kids multiple times and talked through it with them. And, you know, or like I said, our oldest was 15 and down. So, you know, I think us being honest with them and letting them ask questions, you know, ultimately, like we were going to make that decision. We were going to make those decisions, but we definitely wanted their input and we wanted their perspective. And we, you know, we believe that, I don't know, it's yeah. important. It's important because it's their life too. It's and not I feel just like, us. I feel like we haven't, we've, we've been firm in our conviction and, and the things that we value highly, but we have not been heavy handed in how we parent. Very much. Yeah. So. Like we've always said, we will trust you until you show us that you, we cannot. Yes. And, and I feel like we've been consistent with that. And I think our kids feel that. Yes. I wasn't sure that they did until the last episode. <laughs> I know. And now I'm like, dang, I'm pretty good at this parenting You're like, thing. man, this is pretty, Look at me. pretty great. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> man. Uh, that's so wrong. Yeah. Okay. What about outside of ministry? There's things that I think you and I have done. We like, let's take the ministry side necessarily away because I think, it, and personally, like, what are some things? personally you feel like we've done as parents so like i'll give you an example especially when our kids were younger i would intentionally do my devotional time at the kitchen table even though it was not a great spot in the mornings so that they would catch me doing it yes now not to be look at your daddy so (laughs) holy but I wanted them to know that that was an important discipline and a high value in my life. Yes. They have watched us share our faith with countless waitresses and, and waiters in restaurants mm-hmm. or on mission trips or in, I think they talk about Target, right? Like, Yeah, <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> and, and, and that's not necessarily always for their show a benefit. But I also want to make sure that I'm not just doing it when I'm, quote unquote, on the clock. Right. That my faith. Or it's convenient for you. Right. That, I, that I'm being consistent. 
I want them mm-hmm. to see the same dad who's on stage preaching on a weekend yes. or on a midweek to students is the same dad that they know and see walking yeah. around wherever. I think for me, because, you know, we did have kids pretty close together and pretty early on in our ministry, I I used to have students come over all the time or they would go with me to like a grocery store or they would they would come and just like help me do stuff around the house. I think I was really intentional about letting our kids, it's like for, for so many benefits, you know, for me, you know, to let someone into my home, I'm personality wise, I'm very much a perfectionist and love hospitality and doing all those things, but I don't like to let people see all the mess. And so yeah, for me, that's a little scary. So I don't know, I think letting our kids see, letting our own kids and our students see you yeah. know, like real life, like this is what real life is. This is what real life with four kids or a family or all the things. Was there anything is. that you heard in their episode that was disappointing to you? Or not in terms of them, in terms of us. Something that you, that maybe they shared that you're like, oh man, I wish we'd done better there. I wish we could have. I think... I, you know, so when we moved, there's a whole long story behind this, but when, like our oldest, when she said she had to do three schools, I was like, yeah, that's, tough. Yeah, that's like, man. And graduate during COVID. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> but honestly, if it had to happen to one of our kids, she would be the one that I think like, <laughs> I don't know, the, the best if one. If we had, had to, to ruin one kid, she's the one. <laughs> no, but I think. That was a, that was a hard one to hear. Yeah, just because, like, well, yeah, there was a, that's what I was saying. There's yeah. a whole lot behind behind that. But she had to end up switching schools, and we had to put him in a school here to get him through because we moved in December in the middle of a school year, and the schools are much different here than in Georgia. There's just so much that's behind that, which is for another day. But you know that that was for me at least that was a little bit disappointing. Like, man, but. Yeah, you in know the what? And she's two years out from school, and it's she's she's okay. She's she doing seems all right. okay. She's doing all right. <laughs> you know what? I think what jumped out to me, and this honestly bothers me. This bothered me more. It's one of those things that I probably realize. Probably, if you ask me, I'm probably like, well, yeah, of course. But listening to them talk about it, and they all really chimed in, was feeling like they're being watched. Like oh, they can't yeah. really be themselves. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. I think that to a degree that's that's just part of it. However, and I would love, I'm going to ask them this when we're not on <laughs> recording, but for my own benefit, I feel like we we really have tried to let our kids be our kids and not put pressure on our kids to be. Yeah. Perfect. Well, and I was going to say this too. You know, we we obviously want what's best for our kids and all, in, in all areas of life, but we've never been one also to just to be like, oh, these are our kids, and so you have to treat them differently or you have to be nicer to them or any of that. We've kind of just, you know, probably behind the scenes, they got the best leaders, they got the best whatever. Unpo- unapologetically, <laughs> I will tell you right now, I like, will say this and you listen, I'm I'm telling you 
You ha- I'm giving you permission. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to this and you have kids who are in your ministry or will one day be, I'm giving you permission right now. Give your kids the best small group leader. Yeah. Give them the best cabin assignment, the best mm-hmm. bus assignment. Like your kids are going to see things and experience a side of things and feel that same criticism that I'm mm-hmm. talking about that. I feel like we fought so hard to protect them from. Mm-hmm. You just can't. That's yeah. that's what I, I think that was what bothered me. It's like, man, oh, we've tried so hard. Th- they're going to feel that and they're going to deal with stuff that nobody else in your student ministry is going to deal with. Yes. Don't apologize. Th- there's, there ought to be some perks. And listen, yes. that's one of them. That's one of them. And we have, I have never even apologized for that. No. Well, and I think. Is that favoritism? Yes. And I would, yeah, but, I will do it all day. Yeah. But what I, and yes, I 100% agree with what you're saying. That's what I'm, I'm saying that too. I think we have never been ones to say, oh, my kid gets to do this on stage or my kid gets to do, have this particular thing because they're my kid is what I'm saying. Oh, that's true. Yeah. We've we have, been we've like been that. really mindful of the perception on our end. That, I think you talk about the, we talked about earlier, like kind of carrying the weight. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the weight that I think we've carried a little bit is yeah. is the un the perception that they would not quite be aware of. We were old enough to be aware of. Yes. But at the same time, yeah. Dang straight, I give them the best cabin assignment. Yeah, absolutely. And yep, they get the best small group leaders and they're gonna get the best seat on the bus. Yep. Because a lot of times I can't be at their thing. Exactly. Because I'm having to run off to deal with a crisis situation for someone else's family. And I was just going to say, I mean, honestly, that's happened, you know? Oh, yeah. Birthdays, you know? And like, there's just stuff in ministry. It doesn't happen often. It doesn't happen often. But it does happen. Yeah. I mean, and that's, I think, yeah, just being in ministry for probably as long as we have, it's like, you know, it's not ideal. It's not fun. And most of the time, if something like that happens, I voice my, you know, frustration maybe. But But not in front of the kids. Exactly. Not in front (laughs) of the kids. But, you know, like I know that you can't help that somebody's kid got in a car accident or somebody, you know, like you just can't help that. And so I know that life is life and you want to be able to share Jesus and to show Jesus through everything in your life. And sometimes it's not convenient. A lot of times it's not convenient. And so our kids need to see that too. And they need to see how I respond to those kinds of situations yeah. as well. I would say you have to be very intentional to parent. I mean, you always have to be intentional as a parent, but more so in ministry. Absolutely. More so in ministry. Yeah. For the most part, I think, but I, I also don't want to make it feel like, seem like it's so hard and out of reach. I think if I could sum up kind of what we've done, you can add this, add to this if you'd like. I think we established what our values and priorities were going to be really early before we had kids. Yes. We've revisited them often. Yes. At different stages of life with our kids because everybody's an expert until they're there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think we thought, naively thought, because we'd worked with teenagers so long that parenting teenagers was going to be a breeze. Yeah. And I will say it's not been terrible it's been a fun it's i love parenting teenagers yeah blast it is fun at this age and well teenagers and then now we're about to have a adult adult. well we already have an adult (laughs) yeah but one who's really adulting right 
I think, you know, establishing priorities, establishing values early, mm -hmm. revisiting those often has been really mm -hmm. helpful. I think having a really honest, open conversation involving them in decisions where we could, big and sometimes small things, but big things. Yes. And then I think the biggest thing that we've tried to do is just simply model for them a faith that we want them to live out and own. Yes, absolutely. In serving, in worship, in our personal study. Yes. It really, so much, I think, of parenting in general comes down to modeling of faith for your kids. And I think in ministry, that kind of gets a little tricky at times. But we have really, we've been trying to do that. And we've also been really intentional to point out benefits. Yeah, yes. Because there's plenty of times where they point out the not benefit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, they're... <laughs> friends are vacationing somewhere awesome in Ireland or something and we're not we're, yeah we're like nowhere nowhere's filled. right <laughs> and there's some trade-offs sometimes we you know like we've got somebody in the church has a cabin and they're like hey you want to come stay at the cabin right you guys can come stay for free great I mean or a beach house yeah and that's like the that. thing you know if you're a parent you know things can be what you make it so when it's exciting and it's fun and it's like, hey, we get to, to go do this, you know, we get to go away, we get to go to this fun place, we get to, you know, I don't know, whatever it is. But taking advantage of those opportunities to just to show our kids, For like, sure. hey, hey, you know what, these people gave us this and it's a blessing because they did, you know, and yeah. they, you know, for whatever. And even, and you're great at this, even afterwards, like. Hey, let's, we're going to write thank you notes. We're going to write thank you yes. notes. Like, I think that's just modeling again, gratitude. Yeah. It, you know, thank you notes and all that stuff seems very like old fashioned, but I don't know. My mom, she taught me like, you write thank you notes. That's just what you do. You write a thank you note for when someone has given you a gift or a present or when you're grateful for, to people. And for me personally, like acts of service yeah. and gift giving is like my top love languages. So yeah, that comes easily to me. And so for me, that's just how I, I don't know. I laugh every things. time because our kids will do handwritten thank you notes. Mm -hmm. They just do them. And no one does it anymore Yeah, in life in general. But it's it, the the response that our kids get from that is always so funny. Yeah. It yeah. can go a long way. It's it something really small way. and it goes a long way for people. I think even when we were moving, Obviously, a lot of hard conversations we had mm -hmm. there. But, you know, we sat down and said, okay, we're going to drive 38 hours. Yeah. <laughs> yep. With the six of us and two dogs and whatever we can fit in the van. And yep. We, we you know, it's we were going to see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but one of the things we did at the beginning is we pulled up roadtrippers.com. We said, everybody's mm -hmm. going to pick out something fun you want to stop and see along the way. Yep. And we'll plan our stops around that and well, everybody got to do something fun. And yeah. And it, you know, we, we were able to use that as an adventure, you know, and like it was both things like Jody's very much an adventurer, loves to like go out and do and be in nature and like all the things just loves all that. And I don't enjoy that as much of the adventuring because I'm a planner, but in this case I got to plan and he got to do all the adventures and our kids got to be a part of it. And they still talk about it. You know, we've, we've lived here for four years, a little over oh, they're, four they're years. They're begging to do another road trip. Right. And it's because like. they don't, they don't care. But. <laughs> for us, it's like. The added bon bonus right now is two of our 
girls have their license and our third one's about to get her license. Which is not this case when we came and I had no, to drive and, the whole way. Right. So now we get to have all these drivers and we could just drive. That was know. so fun. They were blogging across the country. They were taking pictures. <laughs> yeah, you know, we had a little hashtag. Yeah, are so cute and, to go back and watch. So I think just involving them is good. Yeah, definitely involving them is awesome. Okay. As we finish, should have had a list. I'm sorry. I apologize to li- those listening. <laughs> I feel like I've been all, we've been all over the place. Yes. <laughs> but if you could give one piece of advice as a spouse to the parent, to, to the parents, like right in ministry, mm-hmm. but what advice would you give? My, my advice would be don't be scared to get involved. It is. It might be hard. It might seem like it's hard. There's a lot of logistics that go into it, especially when you have littles. But don't be scared. And, you know, here's the other thing, especially if you're in, well, you're going to have people who are going to want to help. You know, they're going to see, at least with us, everywhere we went. And we were in student ministry, but I see that in, you know, like in other ministries. Like we have tons of friends who are in different aspects of the ministry. But I think so many people want to help and and be a blessing to you. So let them, let them do it. And, you know, I don't know. We, I took our kids everywhere we went and believe me, going to camp with four kids, um, little kids, and we had to sleep in bunk beds and we didn't have a bathroom. We had to walk to an outhouse. I mean, to a, a like a bathroom. Bathhouse. Bathhouse. Yeah. Not an outhouse. Yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't that kind no, of no, no, that would have been. I mean, we're from the South. That but ain't that, so, exactly. We ain't that deep. But it was difficult, but we did it, you know, and I, I figured out. Gosh, and you know what's crazy? Helped. Our kid talk about that like it was the best thing ever. I know. It was awful. It was really stressful at the time. I do look back now and I'm like, man, that was crazy. What and I'm thinking? now I'm like, man, I don't know if I could do that. I'm too tired. Like, <laughs> Well, it's because we're old now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's I don't know. Good. Just don't be scared to get involved. And here's the other thing, too. It's that I hard. Think, but it's worth it. Yes. And I was just going to say, as a a wife or a spouse of a person in ministry, I think there's always these unwritten expectations. And, you know, like I, for me, because of that perfectionism, I have really high expectations for myself. And I had to realize, like, what is my limit? Like, what a, how how much can I help? And I think that's the thing. Like, be involved. Don't be scared to, to get involved. But be involved as much as you can. Yeah. If you go back and listen to us in episode 13, I do remember we said, because we, mm-hmm. we still say this. I mean, we talk to young youth pastors all the time and we say, don't fight for balance. Yeah. Because there is no balance. There really isn't. Instead, what do we tell them? Fight for health. Yes. And because there are going to be moments where you need to say no. Yeah, Absolutely. And there are, but there are seasons where your ministry needs you more than your family. And there are seasons where your family needs you more than your ministry. Yeah. And you need to be able to recognize those. Yes. And you say that and everybody writes you off like, what? No way. I'm not putting my family on the altar. I'm not saying put your family on the altar. I'm just saying there are times and seasons where, you know, health looks different. Yes, absolutely. Yep. I think I would say, you know, you know, and it was interesting again just listening to our, to our kids because I I was really I didn't I just didn't know what to expect. I was a little nervous. I was like, well, if, <laughs> you know, what I, you know me. I'm like, well, if, if, it, if it 
We, just, we don't have to use it. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking, man, if they say some real bad stuff, I'm like, we're not using it. Here's what I would say. I would say be consistent with those values and priorities, especially. And your kids are not going to hate church because they're at church all the time. I think the opposite is true. Yeah. And where I see kids in ministry resent the church, it's when their parent who is in ministry is inconsistent. Yes. When they're one thing at church, but there's something else at home. Uh-huh. And so you've got to be able to, mo- again, model your faith consistently. Let them see behind the curtain a little, but not all the crud. We'll protect them, I think is what you're saying. Just protect them from yeah. and, and as, the things that you can. As our kids have gotten older, you know, they've seen and they're privy to more and more. Yeah, well, and I think it's important, too, as they get older, for them to recognize and to realize, make their own deductions on some things, too. You know, yeah, we we let them do that. Mm-hmm. We let them do that. Yep, life skills. Life skills. <laughs> so good. Well, that's. I think. I think that's good. That's fun. We've we've talked a long time. Well, and for not having a, a like a list. Not having your of list. Things, you know, I don't know. So let me sum it for us again. Okay. Clear on values and priorities for your family beyond ministry. Yes. Right. Involve your kids. Bring them along. Yes. Right? Be intentional to point out the benefits because there are some flexibility mm-hmm. sometimes. We talked about chaperoning. You know, maybe somebody has a cabin or a beach house or, mm-hmm. or if you're speaking at camp somewhere, they get to come with you, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Mission trips. Mission trips. Right. And then be consistent. Yeah. Yep. Be consistent. I think when our kids were small, we were really intentional with like family devotionals and stuff like that. We're all running in a million directions now. That yeah. doesn't happen as much. But still for us, we attend as a family weekly almost, always. Yes. We try to find a time where we're together. We have multiple services and then we have multiple campuses. Mm-hmm. It's a little tricky for us in our current context, but still a priority for us. Yeah. I think that consistency over time has been a massive, massive thing for mm-hmm. us. So, And even, well, I just want to echo that, this one little thing too. You know, there's been times where you and I were out of town or we were gone or something yeah. like that. And like, we don't have to remind our kids to go to church. Like they go anyway. Like we don't have to tell them. There's been times where I've been sick or you and I were sick. Oh yeah. And couldn't go. And they, we didn't say, we just knew they left us and. Right. <laughs> and and they went to church without us. Yeah. And I didn't, I don't know in that moment, am I proud of them for going to church? Or am I upset that they abandoned us? <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, hopefully this has been helpful and encouraging. I, 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 the last one I'm sure was. But I would love to hear your thoughts too. Like as, as this post, you know, head over to the podcast group. If you're not a member of the podcast group, you can join there on Facebook. And I would just love to hear your thoughts. Like what are some things in your parenting journey that you are seeing or have seen work well? What are some things that you have found challenging that maybe haven't worked as well? Yeah, I'd love to see that. I think that would be helpful to the whole community and the whole group there. Again, if you're not if you're not subscribed to the show, you don't follow the show, make sure you you do that. And you can head over to thelongerhold.com and find all the, the ways to do that. Jump on the email list there. There's emails that come out on a fairly regular basis for you there. Some helpful 
you know, hopefully helpful tips and tricks on that. And then I just, man, I just want to encourage you not to give up. It is crazy out there for sure. I don't think it's ever been more difficult to be a student pastor than it is right now. And yet the need has never been greater. And, uh, you know, we're on the front lines. And so keep pressing in. You can do this for the longer haul for sure. And uh, your students need you. Thank you so much for the ways that you're already investing in the parents and the families that you minister to. And thanks for how you're investing in your own family. And I encourage you to lean in and do that really well this year. Thanks to my lovely bride for joining today. You're welcome. Appreciate that. Maybe in another hundred and some episodes, five years from say, now, we'll come back again. Well, I can tell you right now, I'm not going to listen to this episode. <laughs> this is, wow. Wow. No, because I don't like, I, I don't want to hear myself. <laughs> okay. Well, I think anything, any last thoughts? You don't have to. I can't think of anything. Okay, great. Well, hey, thanks for listening today. Again, if you haven't listened to the previous episode, jump back and listen to that. We'll be back in the next episode with more practical, helpful tips for you and your ministry, helping you stay in this thing for the longer haul. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you in the next episode.